Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Review at Rob show. I am your host, Review at Rob, coming at you with all kinds of news to talk about this week. Man, I've got your mandatory DC news. Got a lot more this week to talk about DC-wise than I did in last week's episode. Got some horror news, which is surprising, man, because, you know, I did a special episode. Talk about that here in a moment over the weekend about uh, all horror news. But I got even more horror news for you on this week's episode, as well as some random bits to throw in there that I hope you'll uh, find as entertaining as I did. But I thank you all for uh, joining in, listening to my randomness as always. Appreciate you. If you can please hit that like, subscribe, and share with all your uh, friends, family, or whoever. You know, just share it, you know. But I kind of teased it there a moment ago and going to go ahead and jump into it now. I, as well as the rest of the Throw Me Podcast Network brethren, had a freaking event go down over the weekend. It was Spooktacular 4 where we all put out like some horror spooky themed goodness for you to check out on our YouTube. That's the Throw Me Podcast Network on YouTube. Go over there, hit the like, hit the subscribe. You'll see all of those things in case you missed any of them. You've got a new episode of The Metal Groove out there talking about horror movie songs. You've got Haunters Podcast out there. They were live at Red Vane Haunt doing the thing. Had a uh, spooky improper guidance, which was a good time. They were in Halloween costumes. We're checking out for that alone. Uh, we had Mr. Wonderful Show doing the 10 scariest moments in horror movies, and we had my show where I was doing horror movie news and letting you know all the horror stuff. And, you know, some suggestions of horror movies and shows that are hitting the streaming airways. Still airways, right? Yeah. The streaming uh, platforms and everything. As we're in the middle of spooky season and people are always looking and clamoring for something to watch to put on their 31 days countdown or what have you, or just want to watch something in general, man. So I did that. Had a great time and a lot of fun to get in. If you missed that, it's on the Throw Me Podcast Network over there on YouTube. Please be sure to, you know, go over there. Give us a uh, subscribe. Give us a like, a follow, uh, a share, all that good stuff, man. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. We're very, very happy that you decided to jump in here, man. And Speaking of jumping in, let's uh, go no further than to join in and talk about uh, this week's review. This movie was not going to be the movie I planned on reviewing this week. I planned on watching it, but uh, after um, some thought, I did not want this to be my review. And I'll get into that after the trailer, why I didn't want this to be my review. And, you know, I planned to watch other things when I ran out of time. So before we jump into the actual review here, let's go ahead and jump into the trailer for Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Thank <laughs> you. 
You ever heard of the Creeper? The local legend, right? The Creeper comes back every 23 years. Then what? I can't believe I let you drag me to this. This is the Coachella of cosplay. <laughs> it is time for our Reaper Draw! Our grand prize is an escape room for two. Creeper theme. Come on, you two. Are you sure this is where we're supposed to be? We'll be out there in no time. was the trailer for Jeepers Creepers Reborn, the latest film in the attempt to bring the Creeper back. Uh, Jeepers Creepers is rated R for violence, language, and gore. It's a horror action film. It's one hour, 28 minutes, and it had a limited theater run and is available on video on demand as we speak. That's how I ended up watching it with my brother, Tombstone Josh. Uh, let's see, synopsis goes as Chase and Lane head to the Horror Hound Festival where Lane begins to experience unexplained premonitions and disturbing visions associated with the town's past, and in particular local legend, The Creeper. As the festival gets underway and the blood-soaked entertainment builds to a frenzy, Lane believes that something unearthly has been summoned and that the, for the first time in 23 years, The Creeper is back. Okay, and I'm not, I'm not going to the scores right now because I'm just going to give my quick thoughts. And, you know, I said there before I went to the trailer, I didn't want this movie to necessarily be the review for this week, mostly because I don't have anything positive to say about the movie. And I don't want to just sit here and bash the heck out of something, you know. Um, I did that earlier this year with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, and I felt kind of bad afterwards because, you know, that's somebody's work, and they did their thing, and they're working on it. You don't want to just sit there and bash it and be mean. I guess it's the Hufflepuff in me, but sometimes I let the Slytherin inside out, you know. Um, and this movie was horrible. Like, I, I can't I can't cut corners. It was just not good. And it sucks even more because I was looking forward to seeing this movie, especially knowing that, okay, the Creeper, you know, interesting character, right? And then, you know, it's not associated in any way whatsoever with the other person who we're not going to mention here who has a very troubled past. Um, so, you know, it was like, okay, they're going to redo the Jeepers Creepers thing. Reborn, they're going to start it off. They're going to go into a new route. They're going to try to make their own thing. And then 
yeah, man, this movie's not good. <laughs> like, I, I can't. I tried. Ever since seeing the movie, I tried to find something redeeming, some kind of redeeming quality about the film, and I just can't. Like, I can't do it, and it's just, it's baffling to me, especially just now, after watching that trailer. The trailer's good. The trailer's better than the movie. Like, the trailer's pretty solid, and the synopsis, like, that doesn't, like, none of that, like, some of it rings a bell, but most of that doesn't, the synopsis sounds better than what the actual movie is. I think the movie lost itself, and it's, and it's baffling to me where you have this character that's already been built, and I get it, you're trying to, you know, break away from the other films for, you know, supportive reasons, right? But you still have this character, and you're still building off of the Creeper character, and you've got the 23 years thing. So, you could have made this movie so good. It could have been so creepy and all that stuff. But instead, you put them at a horror hound festival. You then send them to a an escape room. Um, which is... It gave me Halloween Resurrection vibes when you get to the escape room. And you don't want Halloween Resurrection vibes, you know? <laughs> it's just... Yeah, I need to stop because I just can't can't be positive, man. Um, you know, the characters for the most part, you don't like any of them. There's nothing really all that great about the characters. The creepers look not into it very much. Um, kind of in the vein of like how people feel about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I think this is worse look-wise. Like you, I didn't like it. Like and right from the beginning too. It wasn't one of those things where it got to a point where I was like, ah, I can't stand this anymore. Like, I didn't like this movie from pretty much the beginning. <laughs> pretty much from the start of the movie. And again, it sucks because I was looking forward to it even more. My brother was looking really in forward to this movie. And just, we were both sitting there like, this movie's not good, <laughs> you know? And it had me, had me, um, as my voice breaks there, had me, uh, thinking because you you've heard if you listen to my other episodes you know i was not a big fan of the texas chainsaw massacre film that came out this year by the way like this freaking year is just so long <laughs> just to think about how that movie came out this year scream came out this year as well but i wasn't the biggest fan of that movie and i think that's better than this one as messed up as that story is this movie makes it look better like, I've been on record as well with my feelings of the Winchester film, and even with that, it's like, that movie might be better than this one. Like, it's just, it's baffling to me how you drop the ball here. Like, it's a creepy story, dude. This freaking creature comes out every 23 years and feeds. Like, you, you can make that so scary. Instead, you decide to put it in an escape room? Like, what are we doing? Ah, uh, so... Rightfully so. And again, I'm sorry. I don't want to be mean, but rightfully so. Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score on this film of 0%. You heard me right. 0% critic score. Like, again, I'm right there with them. I think this is the first, one of the few times I'm right with the critics. Like, I can't find a redeeming quality at all about this movie. Um, audience score, 10%. So, yeah, there's some audience out there that found something they enjoyed about the movie. But overall, it's just, I think they had an idea and they lost their idea multiple times throughout making this movie. They're like, hey, let's put it at a horror fest, but hey, let's take it from the horror fest into an escape room. And it's like, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? So, sadly, again, sorry, 
to the creators and the people who took place in the film. I know you worked hard on it, but like, it's awful. It is an awful film. Nah, yeah. No ways about it. Sometimes I just gotta tell the truth, and it's an awful film. Now, again, I never in my life tell anybody not to watch a movie. We all have our views, we all have our opinions, we all have the things we enjoy. Uh, so I'm not gonna tell you not to watch the movie. You can just listen to my review and decide if you want to watch it or not. But uh, it is a train wreck of a film, to say the least. So hopefully next week's review will be better, which next week's review will be Halloween Ends, so I definitely hope it's better. Uh, there's some other things I need to check out that I'll probably, you know, maybe throw on my TikTok, give a quick review on, and maybe even talk about on another episode. Uh, Hellraiser's out. Need to check that out. Um, Werewolf by Night is out as well. So there's some things to check out for sure. But, oof, Jeepers Creepers Reborn, man. What a uh, missed opportunity that was. All right, let's see. Going to DC Talk. Like I mentioned last week, I think I only had one thing in DC to talk about. I got like three or four things here to talk DC, so that's awesome. I'm excited about that. Starting off with a uh, Wonder Woman 3 update, maybe, kind of, sort of. Um, appearing at the uh, at a film festival, Patty Jenkins, who of course was the director of the uh, first two Wonder Woman films we got, was asked about the future of the Wonder Woman films, and she had the following to say. Quote, I just wrote last week the final scene for Wonder Woman 3, so they are still writing the film. Continues on, saying, I'd be interested to see what happens next. And that they have asked us to think of ways to do more, but you never know. I have a lot of other films I'm excited to do as well. So, um, obviously they're in the early productions of the Wonder Woman film. Still, they just finished freaking writing <laughs> the last scene there, so there's still a ways to go with Wonder Woman 3. It's um, a couple of things are interesting there that they're obviously you're going to want to build off the Wonder Woman films. First film, highly regarded as a great movie, uh, 1984. Not the best reviews there. So we'll have to see what the third film ends up being. Um, Patty Jenkins says she has some other films she's excited to do. I wonder if that's the Star Wars film that she should have been working on. That's been losing its, you know, schedule release back and forth and a lot of issues going on there. Um, so we'll see it happens. I, I know the Wonder Woman character is very important. People are very excited about more Wonder Woman stuff, so hopefully they'll get that here um, soon. You know, and obviously they're going to be doing more with Wonder Woman. I don't think there's any way you can't, but we've seen crazier things happen. But um, there, we, there we go. Finally, some kind of update. You know, the script is seemingly done here. They wrote the final screen uh, scene. I'm sure they'll do some more reading and more rewrites and all that stuff uh, before the film starts getting fully into shooting and everything, but nonetheless, there's some Wonder Woman news. Uh, Superman news. We've been clamoring for some kind of Superman news, and nothing confirmed here, and I'm not digging deep into this because I don't want any spoilers. Uh, we're very close to the Black Adam movie. The Black Adam movie is next week. Yeah, next week. So trying my best not to look into a lot of these things, but I have seen headlines saying that uh, The Rock... Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been fighting hard for Henry Cavill's Superman to be back in D.C. Um, and again, I haven't gone any further than that, but that's not surprised to me as we talked um, back during Comic-Con how much The Rock appreciates and loves Henry Cavill's work as Superman. And you can just feel the just feel the need there. And this is The Rock. So if anybody can get it done, The Rock can get it done. So hopefully, you know, there's rumors that Superman's in this Black Adam movie. I don't know. I'm not looking into it. I'm not one of those people that likes to look into that stuff. Like, I don't, I've never understood wanting to have a movie spoiled for you. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, if he shows up on screen, I'm going to freak out because I've been on record on this show that Henry Cavill's performance as Superman has been the thing that made me like Superman. Like, Henry Cavill is, and I don't throw this word out there much with casting, perfect. He is absolutely perfect as Superman. So, give me more of that. There's no reason you can't make that work. Like, there's no way you can't make that work. So, fingers crossed. We'll see Supes show up in uh, Black Adam. There'll be more Superman to come in the future of the DCEU. Uh, let's see. Margot Robbie has opened up about uh, Lady Gaga apparently taking on the role of Harley Quinn in the upcoming Joker sequel, saying, quote, it makes me so happy because I said from the very beginning, all I want is for Harley Quinn to be one of those characters the way like Macbeth or Batman always gets passed from great actor to great actor. So first off, she called herself a great actor there. Did you catch that? She called herself a great actor, which I love me some Margot Robbie, so I'm not going to fight that. I think she's good. She's fantastic, especially as Harley Quinn. She's been nailing that, making it a fantastic performance every single time she's been on screen. And it's cool, man. I'm glad to see her being supportive. And there's no doubt in my mind, Lady Gaga is going to be incredible. She's always incredible in the things she does. So give it to me. I can't wait to see that. Uh, the news that I'm excited about and some people are probably excited about and some people are fighting it. I've already had conversations with people about this. Uh, Ezra Miller has been on set for Flash reshoots. He is back on set for the reshoots of the Flash film. Um, they're doing some reshoots to set up some other things going on. Again, I'm not looking f too much into it because, again, I'm avoiding spoilers and all that stuff. But um, remember Ezra has had some issues. Uh, some being drunk idiot issues, other being just allegations that have been proven pretty much, I don't know if false is the right word, but proven to be, you know, allegations not to believe in, uh, which is kind of the same thing as false. But anyways, um, Ezra has since apologized for their actions, has said that they are seeking help for uh, mental issues, and has spoken and met with Warner Brothers Discovery, and obviously those meetings have gone well if they are now back on set for the Flash film uh, reshoots. So glad to see the most important thing is that mental health issues are being taken care of. Um, and if he's back, re or excuse me, if they are back reshooting, then obviously, you know, everything seems to be back in a good place over there, which is fine. I've uh, you know, going into the whole thing, like, when Ezra was first announced as The Flash, I had some hesitancy because I loved The Flash show. And I thought Grant was doing fantastic, and I couldn't wrap my head around why Grant wasn't The Flash. And then I saw Ezra's performance, and I'm like, freaking, yes. This is great. I love Ezra. Ezra's amazing. Immediately became one of my favorite actors. Immediately started checking out everything else he's done. Uh, they've done. Sorry. Um... You know, he's the guy that did it again. They are in the um, Fantastic Beast films. And just everything I've seen Ezra in, I, I think they have been fantastic. So uh, I've enjoyed the performance as The Flash. I, again, I took a photo of it. Uh, like, I bawled during his, during the, uh, the, um, jeez, uh, the, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, the Speed Force scene. Speed Force scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I freaking bawled my eyes out during that scene. Just so powerful. And part of that is Ezra's performance. A lot of that is Ezra's performance. So 
to see that Ezra's back on set for the reshoots of The Flash makes me very happy. Because I think Ezra deserves the opportunity to, you know, take care of the mental health issues and be able to continue playing the role. And that's something I saw as well about the meeting is that the character is so important to Ezra. And that's amazing. And I hope that continues to be the way. And I can't wait to see this movie. This is a highly anticipated film for me for years now that I've been waiting for this film to come out. Flash is my favorite superhero. I've always said Batman's my favorite hero. The Flash is my favorite superhero. And I've been dying for this movie for so long now. So I can't wait to see what that uh, turns out to be. All right, and that's the DC news. Let's jump over to uh, horror spooky news. Um, starting it off with Justin Long, who apparently is a horror icon. We found this out through Kevin Smith's Fat Man Beyond uh, show. Uh, 1D, Mr. Wonderful and myself talked about a little bit during the HHN trip. Uh, Justin Long, been a lot of horror movies. And speaking of Jeepers Creepers, certainly he was in the first one. I think he made a cameo in the second one as well. Um, or the third one. Maybe, oh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> that series. Um, he has joined the cast for the upcoming Goosebumps series that is in the works over at Disney+. Plus. Man, uh, The series follows a group of five high schoolers who unleash supernatural forces upon their town and must all work together, thanks to and in spite of their friendships, rivalries, and past with each other in order to save it, learning much about their own parents' teenage secrets in the process. Um, according to Disney branded television series is influenced by five of the most popular Goosebump books. Uh, of course, this article does not say what the five books are. Uh, Justin Long will play Nathan Bratt, who is said to be the new school teacher who develops a terrifying connection to a decades old supernatural murder. Um, into it, man. I love the Goosebumps. Like, Goosebumps was one of my first, like, introductions to spooky and horror and all that stuff when I was growing up. I read those books like crazy back in the day. And then, of course, I love the television show. I've enjoyed the movies that have come out since. Um, I haven't, you know, I don't remember the second one all that much, but I've watched the first one a lot. Um, and I like Justin Long. I've always liked Justin Long. So, cool, man. I'm glad that both of them are uh, coming together. And that's going to be something I can't wait to watch and have a good time with. Let's see, Universal and M. Night Shyamalan have um, decided to do more business together. Uh, they announced a thriller for a theatrical release on April 5th, 2024. No other details known at the moment about the film. This would be the sixth movie that uh, Shyamalan and Universal have worked on together. Uh, the four previously released were The Visit, uh, Split, Glass, and Old, which have made over $700 million worldwide. And you know what you're saying. You're like, you just said six. That's four. Well, he has a fifth movie coming out with Universal on February 3rd, 2023, called Knock at the Cabin, which stars Dave Bautista and Rupert Grint, as well as others. So there's got that and more. M. Night Shyamalan seems to be like one of those directors that people have been in like a love-hate relationship with for a while. I think that one movie with Mark Wahlberg kind of turned things. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the thing where like the trees were killing you or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I think it was called The Happening. Um, I think John Leguizamo was in that movie as well. Could be very well pulling that out of my butt and just making up things. Yeah, John Leguizamo is in that movie, as well as Zoe Deschanel. All right, cool. Maybe I should... I don't know if I'll watch that. <laughs> I was about to say, maybe I should check that out, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that ends up going. 
Let's see, speaking of Universal, they are also reimagining one of their classic films and turning it into an upcoming series for Peacock. Uh, they will be reimagining the 1996 film Fear. Uh, that movie starred Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg. So Mark Wahlberg, double mentioned on the show here. Uh, the series is, quote, the modern series reinvention finds two young loves or lovers in a psychological game of cat and mouse. But who's the cat and who's the mouse? When David and Nicole first meet in Seattle, it feels like an epic once-in-a-lifetime romance. But soon it becomes clear that the seemingly perfect couple is anything but. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, check it out. It's a, it's a pretty good movie. Um, I mean, it's Reese with a spoon, Mark Wahlberg. You know, that's you know, 90s big time right there. <laughs> you know, so it, it's a pretty solid movie, man. Pretty solid movie. Let's see. Uh, Barbarian. If you have not seen that movie yet, that's a movie that seems to be getting pretty good reviews. I believe Mr. Wonderful saw that movie over the weekend, so maybe he'll have a review for you on the Mr. Wonderful show this week. Be sure to check that out. Uh, Barbarian, if you're like myself and not been able to make it out to theaters to see it, a uh, couple weeks it will be streaming. Uh, it will be on all major digital platforms as well. It will be on HBO Max. So if you don't want to rent it, um, but you have HBO Max, you are in luck. It will be on HBO Max. Barbarian is about synopsis. Arriving in Detroit for a job interview, a young woman books a rental home. But when she arrives late at night, she discovers that the house is a double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to spend the evening, but soon discovers that there is a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. Uh, this movie has Bill Skarsgård in it as well. Justin Long. Boom. Bang. Talked about Justin Long earlier. Justin Long and another horror movie. Freaking horror icon. What can I say? Uh, let's see. The Midnight Club horror TV show uh, has apparently just set the record for the most jump scares in a single episode. And it wasn't just any episode. It was the premiere episode of The Midnight Club. This comes from, of course, the creator, uh, the creator behind Midnight Mass, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Blind Manor, all that good stuff. Uh, this show, of course, is available on Netflix like the other shows. And again, in the premiere episode, broke the record for the most jump scares in a single episode, clocking in at 21 jump scares. So make sure you're wearing your brown pants that day, okay? Because uh, we are doing a lot of jumping, and things might, you know, get a little loose, okay? So... That's disgusting. Moving on. Um, Kenneth Brown is tackling another Agatha Christie novel. Uh, the filmmaker will direct and star in A Haunting in Venice, which is a film that will be inspired by Christie's 1969 novel titled Halloween Party, uh, reprising his role as the detective who he previously played in The Murder on the Orient Express, as well as Death on Nile, which also freaking came out this year. Dude, this year either has a ton of freaking movies or it is really freaking long. Which, you know, there has been a lot of movies that have come out this year because of, you know, rescheduling and all that. But still, God, that movie did come out this year. Holy crap. Alright, uh, set in an eerie post-World War II Venice on All Hallows' Eve, A Haunting in Venice is a terrifying mystery featuring the return of the celebrated sleuth Her... I, I've always said this name wrong. Her girl, poor right, whatever, now retired and living in self-imposed exile in the world's most glamorous city, reluctantly attends a seance at a decaying, haunted 
was that Palazzo? Palazzo, yeah. When one of the guests is murdered, the detective is thrust into a sinister world of shadows and secrets. Uh, I enjoyed both Murder on the Orient Express as well as Death on the Nile. Um, I don't think, I don't, don't, yeah, Death on the Nile probably won't make my top 10 list, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I did have enjoyment with that film. I saw it in theaters. I, again, I had some enjoyment out of it. So, count me in, man. I'm always in for a good little, uh, murder mystery film why not let's see um the last two bits of news are about um some talented acting people uh, maybe revisiting old roles uh first up here is the fantastic jamie lee curtis who i mentioned earlier uh, halloween ends is releasing this week the finale of the laurie strode michael myers story is how it's being billed uh, is not the final halloween film um, that is without a doubt not going to be the final Halloween film. Um, what a weird year where Jurassic and Halloween are both ending, but not really ending, but ending. Uh, anyways, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who may be my favorite actress of all time, has said has said that she is open to doing a sequel to her Freaky Friday film, uh, the film that released back in two thousand three. Wow, I'm old. Um, she said, quote, I've already written to Disney, my friends at Disney, I'm in their new Haunted Mansion movie. She continues on saying, I'm 64 years old today, on well, that today, soon, in a month or whatever. My point is, I'm wide open creatively, I am wide open. Continues on saying that Lindsay Lohan and me, back in Freaky Friday. She just made a Christmas movie, I believe, and she just got married. It's all good. Bring it. Let me be the grandma. Let me be the old grandma who switches places. So then Lindsay gets to be the sexy grandma who's still happy with Mark Harmon and all the ways you can be happy with Mark Harmon. Uh, I would like to see Lindsay be the hot grandma and I would like to see me try to deal with toddlers today. I want to be a helicopter parent in today's world. Um, yeah, I, I'd watch it. Like I'd easily watch that, even if it's like a Disney Plus original film or something. I, I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love the fact that they're interested in bringing Lindsay Lohan back, which I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a big Lindsay Lohan fan, but I did like Lindsay Lohan back in the day. I mean, this, Mean Girls, like she was knocking it out of the park there for a while. So I, I would be into it. I mean, that could be fun. I mean, the first Freaky, well, not the first, obviously there's other Freaky Friday movies. This movie wasn't the first, but the movie 2003 with Jamie Lee Curtis was enjoyable and fantastic. And she, was amazing in that movie like she normally always is amazing so yeah i would absolutely watch this movie easily like i said if it's a disney plus like film i don't know if i'd go to theaters to see it i don't know if it's a theater go watch for me um but yeah definitely check it out easily on disney plus and last bit of news here is um are we getting another austin powers movie uh, this is something that people have been clamoring for, especially most recently with the Super Bowl commercials that we've seen with uh, Dr. Evil and everything. There have been hopes that a new Austin Powers film would be on the way. Uh, Mike Myers was recently on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Um, and he said, I don't hate yeah, Jimmy, of course, asked about Austin Powers, if we'll get another Austin Powers film. And Mike Myers had the following to say, quote, I don't have anything to announce. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of such a project. I would love to do it. Of course, it's fun. I have three kids under the age of 11. I've been super, super busy being a dad. I'll see what I can do, Jimmy Fallon. Um, 
I, I mean, I'd be into an Austin Powers movie. Like, I recently watched the trilogy, and it still, you know, works so good for me. Like, I, I still had a ball watching all of them and laughing and having a good time. And, hey, it's... When was the last film? The last film was, what, Goldmember? When did that come out? Fucking 2002. 20 years ago. God, I'm old. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, man. It's been 20 years. Like a 20th anniversary. I mean, it's probably too late for that. Because, yeah, July 2022. So, too late for our 20th anniversary. But, yeah, why not? Why not do another Austin Powers movie? It's more likely that than a Wayne's World film, which I love a Wayne's World film. And the most likely is, of course, Shrek. Because, you know, you're just doing voice acting for that. Um, which that's not a shot of voice acting. Voice acting is, you know, tough. I'm just saying, you know, you, you know, you go into a studio and do the voice recording as opposed to having to act out and, you know, getting a character and all this scenes and shoot this and shoot that and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I think Shrek would be the character he ends up, um, revisiting before, but yeah, I'd be into an awesome powers movie. Why not? Awesome powers is fun. I mean, they're still making James Bond's movies. Of course, you know, they have somebody else playing James Bond all the time. How old was Sean Connery when he was doing freaking the James Bond stuff? Oh, he was in his 30s. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Let's see. The last Bond film he was... Let's see. 40. So, yeah. I mean, how old is Mike Myers now? Just, you know, throwing out names. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's over 40. If I can figure out how to spell his name, Jesus. Mike Myers is 59 years old. Wow. I mean, I think we all, the sequel we all want is The Cat in the Hat, right? Did they do a Cat in the Hat, too? Why do I feel like there was a sequel to The Cat in the Hat? They did a sequel, right? Didn't they do another Cat in the Hat movie? I mean, maybe they didn't. What am I thinking of? I don't know. I have no idea. Did they not make a Cat in the Hat too? It's going to drive me insane because I have no idea what I'm thinking about right now, but, like, I don't know why I thought there was a Cat in the Hat too. Did they make another Cat in the Hat film? Like, this is going to drive me insane. Yeah, I guess not. I guess I just made that movie up in my head. Wouldn't be the first time. Anyways, that, uh... Is that going to do it? Is that all the news? Yeah, it is. That's all the news, man. So, appreciate you all taking the time to listen to me ramble on. Um, hope you're having a great spooky month so far, watching all the spooky goodness. Again, please uh, check us out on the Throwing Podcast Network. You get all the uh, shows over there. You got the Metal Groove. You got the Mr. Wonderful Show. You got Improper Guys. You got Haunters Podcast. And you got my show. Uh, rocking it out over there as well. We got the Facebook page. We got the TikTok We've got the Instagram. We're having a good time, man. Um, so please uh, go check that out. Give us a like, subscribe, share with uh, your people. Uh, share with whoever you want to share with, you know. Um, and then spe- check out our Spooktacular 4 shows. All of them are up there now, all in order. You can check them out if, if you missed them over the weekend. You know, you can all check them out right now. All great shows, if I do say so myself. Fantastic time doing that. It's awesome to be a part of that. Can't wait to do some more events with uh, these awesome people. But as for this episode, bring it to a close, man. Appreciate you all taking the time to listen to me uh, and get your movie news from me and good times. Um, Sorry you had to be negative about a film, but sometimes that's just the way it is. 
but anyways, appreciate you joining in. Hope you have a great rest of the week and have some more spooky good times. And then I'll talk to you all next episode. And remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.